0: A bad review is like baking a cake with all the best ingredients and having someone sit on it. Danielle Steele.
1: You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hole, And I'm Leigh
0: Today, we're talking about one of the biggest things that people are intimidated
1: by and can easily tank a career. We're talking about leaving reviews. In our last episode, we talked about being in reader spaces, and part of that is sharing about your own reading, and potentially leaving reviews of other authors' books. Our bad example is the same one that we started last episodes with as well, that author who destroyed her writing career, getting her book deal canceled and dropped by her publisher and agent because she made a bunch of fake accounts to review bomb other authors. This gives us a good opportunity to talk about how authors should go about reviewing other books.
0: If you find my TikTok account, I only have two videos on it, and they're from like more than a year ago. But basically, whatever my book that I was reading or book series that I was reading at the time, I would liken that book to one of the dogs in my life. This Golden Retriever puppy is very much like this series that I'm reading. Then you know going into it, okay, if you're just there for the fun of it, this golden retriever story is going to be great. If you want something that's a little more meaty, maybe you go for the German Shepherd story instead.
1: When it comes to reviewing other books, especially if you're getting started in your writing career, there are a lot of ways that having reviews of other books can help you as the author. It helps inform potential readers what sorts of books you like. That will likely mirror or be represented somehow in the books that you're writing. And there are times when bad reviews are needed. If you're trying to inform readers of your experience, if you are wanting to make sure that you don't hit the wrong audience because maybe you really, really didn't like Throne of Glass and you don't think people who like Throne of Glass will like your books, bad reviews serve a purpose. And it's to filter the right people into
0: reading this story. If I don't want to read a book about just a bunch of people going to each other's houses, I'm not going to read Pride and Prejudice. Because I want something to blow up at some point in the story.
1: (laughs) Maybe try Pride and Prejudice and Zombies?
0: Yes, that's much more up my alley. (laughs) (laughs) There is also a time when bad reviews are a bad idea. Saying, this author was mean to me.
1: Not super helpful
0: in talking about
1: the story. Like our example of our author behaving badly, it's also a really bad idea to leave bad reviews to attack or defame a different author or book because you view them as competition or by giving yourself five stars and giving them a bunch of one stars to be like, oh, maybe the readers will read mine instead because it has better reviews. Don't do it
0: in most other markets, other providers for the same product are
1: competition. That just doesn't travel to readers. Readers have basically no end to the well of capacity to read books. Yes, they always talk about having these really lengthy TBRs, but they are always willing to add another book to that list. So if your goal as an author is to
0: sell books, then they don't necessarily have to read the book in order to purchase the book.
1: And if you're setting yourself up as competition to other writers, readers see that and they don't like it. Another terrible
0: way to leave a review is to go, I didn't actually read the book, but here's my opinion
1: of something that's completely unrelated. As a side note, DNFing and not reading the book are two different things. If you have a reason to DNF a book, a review with that reasoning is okay. You still want to be careful with leaving negative reviews, but it's better than just being like, I didn't even try to read this book, but I know it's going to be trash. Yeah. Especially in our bad example They
0: left a bunch of reviews without actually reading the book because they're trying to work the system instead of being honest with what works with her
1: and her audience and what doesn't work. So with her, she did something that's called review bombing. If you're not familiar with that phrase, she created a bunch of fake accounts to go out and one-star review a ton of other authors even people who shared her publisher and agent. And she is going out there bombing their books because she experienced such anxiety and insecurity over them maybe doing better that she ended up destroying her writing career. One of the things to remember is that readers actually tend to be suspicious of books that only have great reviews. And this works for more than just books. I will trust
0: a restaurant that has 100 reviews. It's 4.9
1: versus two reviews, and they're both five star. You may have it in your head that you want the highest rating possible. You want 100% five stars. More people will buy my book if it has better ratings. But it's actually really rare for readers to judge their next book solely on the star rating. They're going to look at what people are posting, what people are saying about it. I know of several readers in reader spaces that will go look at one star reviews and pick up books because of those one star reviews.
0: Yeah, if this book has a one star review because it had too many fight scenes and too many explosions and not enough of a romantic subplot. That is a great sale for me. It's like that one star review will sell my book.
1: So remember, when you are leaving reviews, when you are putting opinions, because remember that is what this is, when you are putting opinions out into the world, you are not in competition with other authors. You are not trying to put them down. You are supporting this system. If more people are reading, then everybody wins. So your best route to go about this is to make friends with other authors. Help lift each other, support each other, promote each other. Don't try to push them down because you think they're your competition. So
0: if I see a book out there and this author is active in the same reader spaces that I am, it's got a lot of similar genre types and similar writing style, similar target audience. I have two options. One, I can see that person as competition. I can do all I can to defame that person or I can see a potential for a great relationship of I've built my target audience, you've built your target audience, let's promote each other's books and everybody wins that way because then my readers will have something to read between my releases and her readers are going to be exposed to me in a new way. It can be a very healthy and productive relationship if you do not approach it with this competition mindset.
1: Now, here's where things get a little bit dicey with leaving reviews, and that is when you are leaving a less-than-stellar review. As an author, you are a public figure. You have to remember that you have, even if you only feel like it's a little bit, some sway with your audience. So, you have to be really careful if you are leaving a less-than-stellar review. First and foremost, Don't tag other authors, especially indie authors, in your review. Don't do it. Unless it's like a five out of five, perfect, unimprovable, this was amazing, god-tier book, but even then it's iffy.
0: The next thing to keep in mind is to make sure you are criticizing the writing, not the writer. If you say, well, they weren't bad for being a lesbian or for being a person of color or whatever, If you leave that type of review, I will haunt you when I die, and I will haunt your grandchildren when you're gone.
1: It is perfectly okay to leave a critical review of writing, of story, of content. Do not go after authors. And like we talked a moment ago,
0: you are welcome to say the exact part that you didn't enjoy. I really didn't enjoy the unrealistic fight scenes in blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's good to know. If people like myself have some fluency with martial arts, that can be really annoying. But if someone doesn't have any fluency with martial arts, they just like seeing stuff blow up, that can be great for them. Being specific in your review, especially if it's a less
1: than stellar review, can be super helpful to other readers all around. The other thing to remember is that the reviews are for other readers, not for the authors. I know as authors, we are used to giving critical feedback, especially if you are in writing groups or any kind of situation where you are helping critique other authors in their writing. But a review space is not the place to offer that critique, to offer that feedback. Suggestions of improvement isn't helpful for anyone who's going to read the review, because if you remember, authors should not be reading reviews of their books. Remember that? Don't interact with reviews of your book. I will say that every episode.
0: (laughs) A good rule of thumb is if you're tempted to leave more than one review at a time, don't. Unless it's like for the audiobook narrator and then the book itself, in which case it's kind of the same review because it's on the same platform. But if you're leaving more than one review at once, you're either review bombing by trying to carpet bomb all of the potential competition or you're trying to nuke this one particular book because you didn't like it, leaving more than one review is just bad taste.
1: And of course, remember that there will be jerks out there. There are people who aren't going to abide by this. You may end up getting tagged in a negative review of your own book, and that's just what happens. Do your best to disengage with them. Maybe share this episode with them so they can hear this moment and know exactly what you think of them (laughs) for tagging you in a thing you didn't want to see.
0: Overall, writing reviews, leaving reviews, reading reviews, that's only peripheral to what you're doing in this space. In reality, you should be enjoying stories. Reviews help you find the stories that are meant for you. It all comes down to what the story means when it connects with the reader and when it connects with you as a writer. So when you sit down, none of the rest of this matters if you don't write selfishly.
1: If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots@aspenhousepublishing.com, or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.